Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do we discriminate against people with certain accents or accents? A Sinn Féin TD says uh, a proposed new law being introduced by his party aims to send a message that discrimination on the grounds of accent or social class is completely unacceptable. Chris Andrews and his party colleague, Violet Ann Wynne, uh, are introducing a bill aiming to expand existing equality laws. While the laws already in place offer protection on the grounds such as gender, age, sexual orientation, religion, race, member of the travelling community, it does not directly cover class. And Deputy Andrews, TD for Dublin Bay South, said today he wants uh, that to change. And the accent is only part of the proposals. He explained Irish equality legislation comprises mainly of two parts, the Employment Equality Act and the Equal Status Act. This bill will expand the protection of both acts to prohibit uh, against discrimination, discrimination on the basis of disadvantaged socioeconomic status. He said there are already protections such as the Workplace Relations Commission for those who've been discriminated against and those uh, same processes will be uh, in place under the new provision. Uh, the Sinn Féin TD said he hears on a daily basis the concerns and issues raised by his constituents in South Inner City. He said, I know one family who was turned away from a private gym because they were told they didn't want more people like them who might cause antisocial behaviour. Now, you remember the old days, of course... When you And it still happens, I believe, <clears throat> when you go to a nightclub and as soon as you open your beak, you know, they recognise you're from Dublin or the inner city or whatever it was or from a certain accent and they'd say, nah, sorry, mate. <coughs> Pardon me. It's not the COVID, by the way. I just spoke too much. Regulars only. Regulars only. Sorry, you have to be a member to get in because you had a particular accent. I remember I would never dare say I was from Edenmore because if I did, I wouldn't get into a nightclub. The same thing happened with jobs. And I want to ask you, is it wrong to judge somebody based on their accent? Michael, is it wrong? Michael, is it wrong? Is it How wrong? What's the story? <laughs> is, is it, it wrong? wrong? Is it wrong, Michael? Is it wrong? Is it right? Well, I mean, here's the... Give, let me give you this scenario, right? You ring up a bank. Yeah. And one of the main banks in the country, right? And yeah. the person who answers the phone, the other end of the phone goes... All right, Michael, how are you doing? Yeah, just give us the first three numbers of your pin there, will you? Now, or I answer the phone with, uh, how are you doing? Good afternoon, Mr. O'Leary. Can you give me the first three numbers of your pin there, please? Now, do you, are you judging there on those, based on those two accents? Which one you trust more? Not today. Maybe in the past, but not today. I mean, you're, the more, you're more chance of speaking to someone from India or Poland. Well, most likely, yeah. Probably, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but, so, but let, let's go back to the past a little bit then, if, if that suits the argument better, right? But I mean, do we judge people based on the way they speak? I think it's more than that. I think it's body language. I think it's appearance. I think it's your your own intuition. You know, I know... More, more than likely, I, I, I can judge a character by, you know, how they, they their vibe, more, mm. more so than the sound of their voice. Their stance, their, yeah. Yeah, everything. It's not just their, their accent. Like, so I don't think in 2021 it's a thing. I mean... But when you hear certain people, I mean, don't get me wrong, I have no problem with a Dublin accent or with an inner city accent. But when you hear certain people with a certain type of accent, immediately you think to yourself... Lack of education, so if they go for a job, you know, you're thinking to yourself, mm, This is not maybe the person I want. So I'm talking about somebody going, I don't know how are you doing. What's the story? 
like that don't go for jobs down now. You know what I mean? Do they not? Well, then you've just made a judgment immediately by assuming that people with that, that type of sounds, accent don't work. Well, that, that sounds like a junkie. <laughs> well, but it doesn't. Well, maybe I'm going a bit over the top there. All right? I think you might be, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I don't know. What's the story, Michael? How are you? It doesn't no, have to I mean, be a junkie. No, I don't know. I mean, if you're going for a job, you're going... No, not today. No, it doesn't. people are less... No, I don't think so. I mean... I mean well, then, well, then, okay, well, then let me put you in a scenario. You're an employer. Two people come in the door, equally qualified, same degree in marketing. Let's say it's a marketing job. And one is, um, yes, very good evening. Yes, here's my CV, Michael. Thank you very much. Any questions? And the other guy is, <laughs> Ari, I wrote, yeah, here's my CV there. Is that you need to know? So who are you giving the job to? Now, they're both equally qualified. And one, is, and one is from BlackRock no. and one is from Darndale. Yeah, but you're you're after. Well, you see, here's the issue, right? You're not displaying their accents. You're displaying behaviour. There's a different. Very no, I'm not. That's there. an accent. No, they, they both hand you the CV in the same manner. No, 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 no. See, what you did there was you made the, the posh person out to be more uh, polite, and then you made the working class person out to be more uh, abrupt. No, and they're both they're both polite there. in their own way. That's just the way they speak. No, no, I don't, no, see, no, there's a nuances to this, mm. is what I'm saying. A nuance. But i tell you what, I, I'll be honest with you, right? I just think this is, I don't see this, like, I, I, this is not something you hear about or think about, I mean, I think this is just woke politics, like, I don't... You don't think people from Finglas, Darndale, Ballyfermas, or, you know, My Ross and Limerick, or... Or any of these kind of places around the country that would be considered to be, you know, uh, working class areas. Well, they're probably not working classes. They would have high unemployment rates. But you don't consider those accents, or not those accents, but those areas to be disadvantaged in the fact that if they go for a job and mention where they're from, that the employer wouldn't judge them. So you don't believe that happens? Um, I mean, if it was someone who was being forced to work, like if it's someone who was on the, on the dole or something, right, and they were being forced to work, and the employer was being forced to take to take them on. That would be a different situation. In what respect? Well, if you have someone who's a criminal, right, and they're being forced by the welfare to go out and work or whatever, they don't get their welfare or whatever like that, and then they have some employer who is signed up to one of these kind of... Uh, job pad things, I don't know if that's still going or whatever, and then you know, they're going to be walking in a, in a shop where there's stuff could go missing or something like that, maybe in a situation like that Do you think somebody who has an accent, uh, you know uh, an inner city accent or you no, know, is, thinking, is more likely people, to be a thief There's people, I've seen people in Dalky getting picked up by security guards who aren't from the inner city like But I, I mean when you go into a Dublin court and you see the defendant, now don't get me wrong, white collar crime is equally as disgusting and, and then people tend not, not to end up in court because they've got good barristers and solicitors. But when you walk into the courts on any one particular day and the individuals that are being hauled before a judge, a lot of the time they don't have D4 accents. But they're not going for job interviews. They're robbing cars. Well, robbing that's what I'm saying. So, what, what, well, then what does that say to us? Does, does that mean 
that somebody who is from a working class area is more likely, I suppose statistics would probably hold up the fact that somebody from a working class area is more likely to be involved in crime than somebody from an upper class area. Or somebody well, who's educated rather than somebody who lacks education. Would that be the case or is that just being a snob? Poverty does cause crime, yeah. It does. That's a fact. That's a worldwide Of course fact. it is, that's yeah. Just a, no, that's just whatever. Needs like, must, but, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think, we're, I think we're living in a weird transitional um, time where we have the internet, we have, you, you have, you have more opportunity now to access education and information and to express your own creativity and to get yourself out of a hole. I personally think a lot of people are just staying in bad situations out of choice and ignorance and fear. So do you believe we all do you believe we all have the same opportunity, not the same outcome? Because I don't think we all have. To, we're all very different. We all have different skills and abilities. I'm saying is. There is something out there for everyone, and there's so many more opportunities for everyone. Whereas if you go back 100 years, there wasn't any opportunities. Your only opportunity was to go to a soup kitchen or something, or to go begging off, you know. But that's not like that now. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's completely different now. I, think, I just think people aren't accessing or taking up... Um, the opportunity. Okay, well, 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 hang on for a second. Let me just go to Angela. All right, Angela, what's the story? What's the bleeding story, Niall? What's the story, all Angela, do you believe we need this legislation? Do you think still to this day people are being discriminated against by the way they um, speak and where they're from? Of course they are. Of course they are. Um, I kind of, to be very honest, um, I was listening there going, what the hell is he on about? <laughs> who, Michael? <laughs> yeah, he does go off in a bit of a tangent, God bless him. Yeah, he kind of went well, off no, there. Well, hang on, Angela. Angela. <laughs> Angela, right? Give us yeah. an example of this. Show, give me some examples so, I'm not, so I know them. Just go on. Okay, then. I will give you a prime example of this, right? I'm on the radio now speaking to Niall, and I have always been told that I have a very polite and very nice uh, telephone manner and telephone accents that I come across very well. Now, if you were sitting talking to me here, it might have come across as well. Joe, you know, I have I have a telephone. Are you putting on a voice there, Angela? Well, this, I, yeah. Are you overemphasizing everything? I'm, I'm overemphasizing because... Um, You're on the radio. Because, not even because I'm on the radio. When I'm on the telephone, I'm very polite. Well, my dad, um, my dad used to do that. Yeah, my dad yeah, had a, a telephone voice. A telephone voice. And I, and he wants a prime example of that. I used to work in a company going back 20-odd years ago in Limerick, yeah. right? Where there was four girls and about 100 lads from Limerick. Mm. And I, do you know what I mean, Sam? You know, I'd be like, all right, lads, how are we getting on? And yeah. then I'd answer the phone and go, yeah, I'll be down there now. And the second i go, Excel Logistics, Angela speaking. So and- it's... Okay, so you, you, the reason you do that is to give you a better opportunity of being taken seriously. Yeah, and you do. You know, no matter where you come from, like you can, um, let's say, apply for a job and put down um, a different address. So let's say you say you're from Finglas, but you have a friend who lives in Dunleary. Right, okay. So you put down a Dunleary address and they ring you 
and they say, um, do you know, uh, hi, Angela, such and such here from the company. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, speaking. Hi, how are you? Yeah, looking forward to seeing you. Um, yeah, I'd love to come in for the interview and everything. And when they get off the, the phone, they go, oh, my God, you see that? I got me interview. I got me interview. Yes, I'm going for it. Well, you know? yeah, but hold on a second. If you have the ability, particularly if you're going for an interview or if you're ringing up about something important and you have the ability to speak properly, yeah. why wouldn't you do that all of the time? And I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm not having a pop. I do believe that a lot of people are not judged on their accent, but more about the way they speak because they're too lazy to speak properly. Yeah, and it's the same with, it's the same with email and text. Oh, don't even start me. No, no, but see, see people who do this, you know, the text speak. Uh, you know, by text. It drives me crazy. We're Absolutely. not charged on the amount of letters in a text anymore. Use no. Full sentences <laughs> and letters. Yeah. Were, we ever, were we ever charged for the amount of letters used in a text? You were because you could you could only have like 20 words. Oh, that's right. You had to use two texts then. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, that's where that comes from. But I do believe that, um, uh, as you said, if you're working in customer service in the bank, they really don't want you answering the phone going, uh, hello, Bank of Ireland here, uh, I'm speaking. What's your, what's your pay number? Yeah. I, and, and I understand why people think like that, but do we start? Do we need to start moving past that? Because, you know, John from inner city Dublin and Mark from Black Rock could be equally as well educated. And they just don't happen to come from the same area and speak no. the same. Yeah, Mark from Black Rock could be the biggest criminal. He just hasn't been uh, no, Absolutely. Yet. He could be working in a bank and robbing the bank blind. Yeah, but... I Meanwhile, mean, Mark is a hard grafter. Or Paul or John is a hard grafter. I'll, I'll be... I will admit, I am the worst person when it comes to a phone call. And I'm very sorry when you get... When you ring a certain mobile company, right? Yeah. Uh, you know that you are not talking to somebody in their main base in Limerick. Well, I know that. Oh, that you're talking but that, to but that that's not just a phone company that's that's most places now because it's that's cheaper to outsource well, it to foreign countries phone company and it's and I know I'm, by the way but it's not racist to turn around and say it can be pretty irritating when people don't understand anything apart from what's on the script and I would much prefer to see Irish people be they from the inner city or be they from anywhere working yeah. in those places okay but okay let me let me just back to the, the, the point we're talking about and we're talking about of course Deputy Andrews and uh, the TD for Dublin Bay South who wants to introduce legislation uh, to add to the equality Act, not just, you know, gender, age, sexual orientation, religion, race, member of the traveling community, but also for it to cover social class as well. So if you're discriminated against for a job or for a service because of your accent or where you might happen to be from, that you can take a case. Now, I say there both of you. Let me go to Paul. Uh, Paul is from the inner city. Oh, well, hold on, I just turn on his line here. I do apologise. Sorry, Paul. Paul is from the inner city and uh, has been advocating for this for for a while. And actually, Paul, I'm just looking at your Twitter account here. The creation of our existing equality laws in 1998 created a hierarchy of equality in which it left out discrimination of socioeconomic status. And he says, read my new article here in ForzaUnion.ie magazine that maps out the long road and the fight for its final inclusion and recognition. And this is obviously what Deputy Andrews has been talking about. You had a personal experience as well, Paul. Yeah, that day, I think anyone that's grown up in flats in the inner city um, has had some experience around kind of discrimination, similar to what the other protected grounds have, like the traveller ground, the race ground, the nationality ground. <clears throat> and just myself there, I know a lot of people there are talking about, oh, we don't have the qualifications, we might not have the skills around. 
a lot of us do have the qualifications. I have a degree and I have a master's and I speak fluent Portuguese as well. And when I went for the job, I had to make a video application for the job for, for a multinational company. So I applied for the job, <coughs> made the video application, and at the time I had just come out of college. I'd been about a year unemployed while everyone in my class got into a lot of the jobs. Mm-hmm. And I made the video application, didn't think that, never got the Dear John letter back saying thank you for the application. The PFO but, letter, you mean? Yeah. yeah, basically. But little did they know, when I was applying for that job... A person in the company encouraged me to go for it. He was from Portugal. And he said to me, you'd be a shoe-in for this. They're looking for an ambassador to go over to Brazil and sell a product for them. But it would be like an Irish person selling an Irish brand for them. But you'd need to speak Portuguese because in a lot of places in Brazil, they don't speak Portuguese. And are you a, you're a fluent Portuguese speaker? Yeah, I learned it from, from growing up in the, in the inner city. You have a lot of big Brazilian community. I came great friends with a lot of them playing five sides at Mount Joy Square. Right. And basically took to the language, got very into it. And I just, you know, I just took to it and was able to develop it. But anyways, I made the video application and he was telling me all along, he's like, you're a shoe-in, you know, no one has sent in an application yet. But then when I got the letter, he, I said to him, like, I thought no one else applied. What happened? Like, yeah, what happened no one, here? No one applied. So I left it at that. He didn't say that more to me. But about two months later, he was like, look, can you meet up with me? And so I met up with him. He's like, look, I'm going back to Portugal. I got a new job. When they got your application, we have a WhatsApp group. And we were discussing it, and they were all joking about you. They were calling, like, like did oh. you get a load of the knacker, like, in the, oh, no. in the video? Did you hear them? Like, where did he learn Portuguese? Do you know? So they were all joking about me, and then someone in the WhatsApp conversation said, what's a knacker? And then one of them said, it's our version of white trash. Now, he, no. he, he was like, look, I'm leaving, so you, you can do what you want with this. So basically, I went then thinking, this happened in 2015, went to the Workplace Relations Commission and basically was told I couldn't even get by a phone call with them. They were like, was it on gender? No. Was no. it on race? No. no. Was it on age? No. I was like, it was on, they called me a knacker. It was on social class. Uh, and they were like, well, well, you can't do anything on it then because it was on social it's class. It's not covered no, under that, the legislation. That was, left, that was it. And that's happened. And by the way, is that not even covered under the Equal Status Act? No, because that was to do with employment. The Equal mm. Status Act is to do with discrimination. With okay, all right, okay, okay. So there was nothing I could do, but even though, like, a lot of people in the inner city, when we were putting the flats and all, like, in the 50s after the tenements, there was a lot of travellers put in as well. But they wouldn't have known from my accident, the traveller background. So mm. that's, I couldn't even take it on the traveller ground because they were doing it on the inner city accident, watching the video. Now, that's what I'm saying is that I know people are like, oh, well, this and that. We have laws for everything. We've lost. Why do you think? Why do you think we judge people? Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, I put an accent on there earlier on when I was trying to explain it to Michael, and I gave him the scenario of you know you ring up a bank and two people answer the phone. You know, hypothetically, one yeah. you know, how are you doing? Good evening. Welcome to the bank. And I have the first three numbers of your pin. And then some other guy answers the phone and says, "All right, what's the story? Give me your pin number." No and I said, which one do you trust? And why do we judge people based on their accent? But Michael believes, and he's still on the line there, that we don't actually judge people based on their accent. And I said, they, we, but we well, do. They've done, they've done countless studies um, on accent-based discrimination. And they found, there's a famous one from Yale. And we're literally in the first 30 seconds of an interview. People subconsciously, even when they don't do it consciously, 
will discriminate. But we all um, do it, don't we? Because well, you know, what? I'm going to be. I'm Paul. I'm going to be honest. I'm guilty. We all do it. Yeah, we that, judge that, people all the time. That, but that that's that's something that's out of a lot of people's control. You know, like if you're programmed every time to hear when you hear the words, even when the media talk about the inner city, it's crying. They put up things of guns. They talk about. But the but is it not statistically true that when you look at an area with a low socioeconomic people from the low lower socioeconomic background? That the crime rates are higher, generally speaking. That antisocial behaviour will be higher. If you go, it's a complex, complex. Issue. I know, no, I, I'm it, sure it is. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm it's not. Though, is if you look at the allocation of the police for areas, working class areas. Now, there's white collar crime going on left, right, and centre, tax evasion and all. Where is the allocation of that? If you go to other countries, they have police departments and police, like a whole like section of the police that will just go after fraud. So we have a minuscule aspect to that, to where if you look at in the north inner city, the amount of police during the heroin epidemic. I have a problem with that. Sorry, Michael. Here's my problem, right? You're after bringing the police into it, right? Yeah. Paul, why couldn't you have just picked yourself up and moved on? Why do you have why, to... No, but why well, should he? But hang yeah, on, why yeah, should he? Yeah, for a second. I did, I did pick myself up on... I, when I'm talking here... But clearly did, not, because you're... No, 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 hang on. Let, let, him, no, let him answer the question you've asked him. I, did, I didn't feel sorry for myself or that and what I've done. That, that empowered me. I'm working in a fairly good job now. But what I'm doing, I'm talking for people in the industry. So would you, be in the in good, Ross, would you be in the very good job now if you hadn't gone through that experience? Yeah, but I shouldn't have gone through yeah, that but experience. What? What I'm talking why shouldn't about here, you? You wouldn't be where you are if you didn't go through that experience. How, how would I not? Well, well oh, no, 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 no. Hang on for a second, Paul. But with the greatest respect, Michael, he shouldn't have had to go through that experience. No, well, but that's, uh, geez, I, I, I know you're saying it. I know you're saying it made him a better no, man, etc., etc. Nonsense now for the last ten minutes. This is what annoys me. I don't understand this weakness that is in people, where they're all victims and they, they're shocked. No, no one, other no people victim, don't like yeah. them, or other no people don't like the sound. Yeah. No, 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 I don't. You're going on like a pure victim. How, how are we going? How, how is someone going on about victim if they get treated? You're like that? going on like yeah, life is like that. Right, oh, right. So, so, you here, like so here, get out. No, 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 no. Hang on, Michael. Just please relax and so, let him respond to what you're saying. So if someone, if someone from the NSCE or if they're a traveller and they put up with this crap in everything they do in every walk of life from cradle to the grave, they're supposed yeah, to just be like, they're, suppo- they're, supposed to, the they're, they're, supposed to gen- they're supposed to then just say, do you know what, uh, I'll just put up with it. I- I'll just let that happen because I'm a hard man. And then let people then from the likes of BlackRock and all walk into jobs where they're not being judged on their accent. They're not being judged. But my, Michael, I, I do agree with him. Michael, as, as much as Michael, I have to be honest. No, I'm, no, hang on. I'm guilty of it too, of judging people. We all do it, I think, by the way. I think unconsciously sometimes. But in saying that, I'm not always going to be right. And, and I don't really have a right to judge somebody. Unless, of course, there, as we did at the very start of the show, I kind of overdid the accent somewhat. And, you know, you know the, the, the accent I was talking about earlier on. But, but in saying that, we don't really have a right to judge people. Essentially, that, what we're doing it, is profiling. Like, if someone commits a crime, there's a law there to stop it and to punish See, them. This is the, the same way. why I think you're dangerous. This is why I think you're dangerous. This is why I think you're dangerous. Why, why is that dangerous talk? You're calling it a crime. What's someone a crime? Doesn't like, someone doesn't like you, so it's a crime. So it's a crime. No, he didn't say that. No, 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 no. That's not what he said. We're talking about legislation here. We're talking about... Yeah, bringing in legislation. Well, hang on. We're bringing in... Well, well, hang on. You're bringing in legislation so people are given the same opportunity. Now, you can never give people the same... But hang on, Michael, you're not letting me finish. You can never give people the same opportunity of outcome, but you can give people the same opportunities in life. 
no. without without them being judged. Yeah, and that that's it, Noel. Like the chap there is talking about not to feel sorry for yourself, to better yourself, to go on, get a degree, work hard, and then if you do all that, and then you come across something where something clearly wrong has happened, that a remedy is there that you can actually address it. I've never sat around feeling sorry for myself. I've worked since the age of eleven with me da painting. I've never had a victimhood mentality. But when something happens to you, you Sounds should like have, you, you should have the option to but make my, okay, but my, my, Mike, Michael, would you say the same, for example, if it was somebody who was black and they were being refused? Out of every 10 jobs they went for, only two people were taking them seriously, whereas the white person, and this has been proven in America many times, the white person will get the job first time round. Would you say the same thing, that they should just you know dust themselves off, get over it and move on and make themselves a better person? Absolutely. Ah, oh, Michael, that's, well, that's blatant racism then, isn't it? That if you're discriminating against somebody against the colour of their skin. No, I'm not. What's the, what's the difference? There's massive differences. Well, well, explain to me the difference. You know, if people go for a job and you don't give them a job because you don't like the colour of their skin or you don't like their accent, what's the difference? He doesn't know the full story of why he didn't get that job. Well, he just told you what he believes he was the fault. Well, when he told you what his mate told him and what he why he believes he didn't get the job, and I don't doubt him. You got messages, screenshots of the actual conversation. Call me a knacker. What else do you want? Can you do me a favour, Paul? Can you hang on because I have to take a break. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just want to give. Uh, there's somebody else just texted in there, and I just wanted to bring them on for a second because they said they're from the inner city as well. Uh, you can give us a call. The number is oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. That's oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. We're talking about Deputy Andrews, uh, TD for Dublin Bay South, who wants to extend the current legislation to include uh, not only sexual orientation, religion, race, gender, uh, also cover social class, which would cover where somebody's from, how they might speak, as long as they're educated, by the way. I'm not talking about people who speak and are completely uneducated. Obviously, people would be judged if on their, based on their education. Uh, let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Megan. I cut you a little bit short. Uh, okay, some of the um, texts that are coming in here. Sorry, Paul, if you just stay with us for a second. Serious note, Niall, is this just more populist PC-type legislation, it's a bit like a gummy tiger. It, see, it might seem threatening, but it's bloody useless, because how do you actually prove it? And that is a problem, Paul, is actually improving, you know, that you were refused a job because of where you came from or your accent, when in fact that may not be the reason why they didn't employ you, they just didn't like the look of you. And isn't that yeah. an employer's prerogative, yeah. I suppose? Well, well, that's the thing, it, it isn't just about, I think people get very hung up on just, oh, can I take a complaint to the Workplace Relations Commission? It's not just that, because we have a framework from quality legislation and it's based on nine grounds. So if they're doing a, an action plan or they're doing, say, equality programs to get people into, say, the civil service or multinational companies, or even if they're recording statistics on inequalities, it's, it's all moving towards with the legislation, nine grounds. Mm-hmm. Because social class is left out, it's, it's not being reflected. So that that's another issue that's happened. But it is, but it is in, in what Kevin says in his text there, he does have a point. It's all well and good having legislation. But I mean, in your situation, say in that job, let's say you didn't see the WhatsApp message or so, yeah. or maybe you just got a rumour from somebody who happened to know yeah. somebody in the company. It's very difficult for you to prove that you were discriminated against yeah, because of your accent. The thing, when Noel, they could just say, we just didn't like them. Exactly. But that's, that's the thing, Noel, I just explained it to you there, right? When people do have the cases, and there's a lot of cases that's gone through with the house and the systems ground, or there's cases gone through with gender or an age or on race, when they do have it, 
you'll see those cases in the newspaper. And what it does, it sets a nature of compliance. Employers, like you probably seen last year, all the stuff around data protection, you have to get these our house and order around data protection laws. And there's a lot of laws out there that are created for, for crimes or any type of kind of negligence that's very hard to legislate on. That's not to mean that we don't put something in place like a traffic light system to stop it. Do you know, traffic, traffic accidents still happen. We've traffic lights to stop that. Okay, well, 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 just just stay with me for a second because Angela, you just wanted to say something before I go to Malachi. There, go ahead. Sorry, Angela. Yeah, I did. Um, sorry, I was trying to say it earlier on. Um, firstly, Paul, if I offended you in any way by what I said or taking the piss or anything, I'm sorry. And when, when um, did you when did you say that to him? I don't think you did say that to him. It, no, you haven't started yet. <laughs> go on. I said I said at the start, taking the piss with the accent and the whole lot. Like I I was just you know having a joke or giving an example, and Michael mm. was being complete arsehole. But saying that, I do agree that it's going to be like, I I hope it goes through and I hope it works, but I can't see it working because I think there's going to be so many loopholes and it is going to be so hard to prove. I really think it'd be hard. Well, I I think Paul agrees with you that it is difficult to prove, but at least it's another way of, I suppose, protecting people. And he makes the point, a traffic light is there to stop you, but, you know, people still break traffic lights. You know, you can't prove every single case unless you have cameras on every side of traffic lights. You know, if you're a victim in fair duty, you you keep fighting and, you know, keep fighting for people and, you know, fair duty on that. But I think you've got a tough, tough road ahead of you for it. Okay, we'll stay there because I want to go to Maliki Steenson as well, who's a solicitor in the inner city and from the inner city. Maliki, good evening to you. Good evening, Matt. Uh You've been listening to Paul there, and you, and he wrote a very interesting article there for Forza in relation to you know discrimination against class and you know socioeconomic background and accents and and obviously outlined how he believed he was discriminated against. And by the way, that was just one occasion. There was other occasions in a restaurant, for example, where he was equally discriminated against. As far as I remember, Paul, you went in to book a restaurant. They told you there was no tables, but then somebody came in after you with a different type of accent, and they got the table. I mean, so Maliki, I mean, it is fair to say you're from the inner city, Maliki. You should understand that people do get discriminated against. Well, I don't, you see, I don't accept a lot of that. People set out to be discriminated against. I come from the inner city. I'm an Irish Republican. I'm all of those things. I have criminal convictions. I'm all of those things that people say I shouldn't be a solicitor. And I am because I decided that I wanted to be that. And I overcame all of the obstacles. My wife is a senior... Um, legal executive. My granddaughter is a legal executive. And if people decide to overcome those obstacles, they will overcome them. But yeah, but why should you have obstacles in your way in the first place? Like, for example, we well, well mind you, I was from Edenmore and I never used to say that before. if I went for a job or went into a nightclub. But in saying that, some people, if they're from Black Rock or somewhere, they wouldn't have those same obstacles that you would have. They wouldn't be judged when they're going to law school. They wouldn't. I don't see them. Well, you see, the there's a natural progression Maliki, from... Right, hold on, there's a natural... The same thing, right? Hold on, can, I, can I make that. a point? You know, you, you've had long enough there. Oh, no, no, well, hang on, well, hang on. Make your point, and, uh, Paul, I'll let you respond to it. The Go people ahead. who come from, say, the middle-class schools or, or from Black Rock and all that have a natural progression. And those of us on for want of a better word, on the north side or, you know, on lower socioeconomic areas, do have a harder um, hill to climb. But it is climbable. And you can't just keep coming back and saying, oh, I didn't get that job because I was something. You didn't get that job because you weren't good enough for it. I have never failed to get a job that I went for. Well, well, well done to you. But right? the, but the point and, is, you are no, admitting there's an obstacle there. 
there were obstacles. But why? Well, but there shouldn't be. Well, no, in my no. case, there were. Okay, well, no. let, well, let Paul respond to that. Sorry, Sorry go. Maliki, you're saying just because it hasn't happened to you. It did happen to the, me. But the countless amount of people that it has happened to you. And another thing, right? Okay. You're saying you're Give me one example, really, of somebody who didn't get it. You, you got to speak. Because let me okay, let, let him finish, and then, then you can ask him the question you want to ask. Maliki, you work as a solicitor. You make your, you make your bread and butter, your money off laws that are in place. You help enforce them, you bring them to the courts. Those laws are there for a reason when someone has their rights infringed upon, whatever it's to do with insurance or whatever, you have those rights in place. You're making a career out of that. Why, if someone has well, actually you don't in know what any of them, has, has so you don't know so, that. So some of them, so, but generally what a solicitor you don't does, know that. Okay, you Maliki, you're, Maliki, you're just close. Okay, you work in family so if law. Someone yeah. has, if someone has correspondence, and they directly have something where they've been treated unfairly. Nothing about feeling sorry for themselves. See, they should have a remedy to take a complaint on it. I, I'm not... You see, you have people who continually say, I'm discriminated because... But I'm not talking about saying I'm continually discriminated on. I'm saying I make when, it does happen, people, when it does happen, people, it disproportionately happens to travellers and people from... Hold on a minute. And when if it does happen, they should be able to take a complaint. If I go for a job... And if I have the qualifications for that job, I will do as well as anybody. I don't accept this nonsense that if somebody goes for a job with the same qualifications as me or somebody else, that they're discriminated against. And that's nonsense. If a traveller, and, and with all due respect, if you're talking about a traveller, if a traveller goes with the same qualifications for a job, they will get a fair hearing, right? I don't agree with you, Maliki. Okay, you, okay, somebody comes to me for a job, right? People automatically have their guard up. If they hear the traveller accent, they hear an inner city accent, it's a natural reaction for many people to automatically put a guard up. It, it depends what the job because, is. Because of, because of the way society it is. It depends what the job is. Well, let's say it's handling money. And, and who handles money now? I'm just saying, let's say it's... We keep, okay, so, we keep arguing okay, everything I'm saying. I'm just saying, let's say it's handling money. Solicitor. Okay, somebody comes to me. And you have Johnny, who has a qualification, and Johnny, who says that they're in one of these minority groups, who doesn't have a qualification and thinks that they should be treated the same as somebody who has the qualification. And that's what this comes down to. But that's not what it's about. That's what it's it about what people it's about. have. It's nothing about uh, going for a job and you don't have the qualifications and you don't get the job. It's when you... You have the qualifications, and something happens that if you do get a front, you have something to show that you've been discriminated there, you haven't been treated equally. You should have the same way with all other laws a remedy, a way to go to the Workplace Relations Commission. That's what I'm saying. No one's feeling sorry for themselves or thinking they're a victim here. You want the the whole thing about the the traveller community for years was that they wanted to be treated the same, and now they argue that they want to be treated effectively different if they don't get a job then it's somebody else's fault. I have gone for jobs that I haven't got, and I've gone for jobs that I have got, and I haven't not got them because I was from the inner city. I've got them because somebody else was better qualified and got what that would you job. Do? But what would you do, Let us just ask you a question. What would you do, though, if a friend of yours in the, the legal sector contacts you, just like, they joked about you and called you a knacker? And you ha- they had that. They do it every a- day. They had it right. And say you lost out on a big job that you would have gotten probably, what, 50 grand increase. You wouldn't do that, though. you just take no, it on the chain. That's business. That's the real world. Ah, right. 
about and was, uh, so I mean but Maliki if we were all to think like that you know when Rosa Parks used to sit at the back of the bus and I know you're going to laugh at what I'm saying when Rosa Parks sat at the back of the bus and if every black person in America said look I better just sit at the back of the bus that's just the way it is I'm sure maybe we'll move up to the second seat closer to the front uh, and let's see if we get away with that for the time being sure if we're put back to the back of the bus sure we'll, we'll just do it let's not play the victim here if she didn't sit at the front of the bus someday we wouldn't be in the position we're in today looking for equality right. in the United States. sure it wasn't Barack Obama, a, a black president of America. Absolutely, and, yeah. And what did that change? Nothing for black people. Oh, ab- absolutely, but, um, but the point so, I'm making know, is you at some point people have, have no, to stand on, up no. and say you how cannot treat me differently because yeah. I look a different way to you or yeah. because I talk did, a different way. How did Barack Obama now, I'm not talking about education, Obama by the way. How did president? Sorry? How did he become president? Well, personally, I believe Barack Obama was probably the worst president America's well, ever had. Well, but that's a whole different story. That, but um, mind you, he was charismatic. I think he became president, and I'm not going to lie to you, because he was black. Where was he discriminated because of his colour? He wasn't. Well, it was actually probably in this, his particular case, it was probably an advantage because well, the, because he was the first black candidate to go forward as such and to do well, and the black community go. voted for him. Yes, and, I'm, I'm not going to deny that, but, 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 but mind you, he was a very well-educated man. He just was, but, I just don't but, believe he was a good president. But I thought that blacks weren't educated. I didn't, who said, who, but, but who said but that? They weren't given the opportunity. But who said that? Well, no no, more, than, no more than I'm saying that people from the inner city can't be educated. Of course they can't. But that's what I'm saying. Paul is a very well-educated man. But you cannot expect to achieve the same objectives if you're not educated. And that's where the, the playoff is. People think that they're entitled to something just because they're from the inner city. So oh, then no, should we just... Well, okay, no, well then, no, should, no, should no, we just ignore all forms of discrimination? Then we just should ignore it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Because Christ. I don't think there is real discrimination. Oh, stop Come no, on. you do. You, you agree with me, you know. Just come on and. No, I, I, I don't. I do believe there's discrimination. Where? Absolutely. Tell me where, where is the real discrimination? I know there's discrimination. Where? Well, the traveling community is one you mentioned earlier on. Okay. And, and I know I, on one particular occasion, on one particular member of the traveling community, that I did help to get a job once uh, because he was finding all doors closed. Very well-educated man, went to college. He was a member of the travelling community and just because he sounded like a member of the travelling community, he was getting doors closed. And there's so many experiences of it. When I was a kid, when I wanted to use a lot of swimming pool, I wasn't allowed to use the swimming pool until I got a reference from my principal and the reference from from my teachers as well, guaranteeing that I wouldn't cause trouble in the local swimming pool. There wasn't anyone else getting asked for references before they were allowed in. Well... Well, I, I, I dispute that because I actually act for people who have been refused admission to, to, to various swimming pools because of, of, of and they weren't travellers, right? But the travellers now have a... I, a I, pair, I, I, hold I, on. I, I don't know what you're talking about. On one end, you're talking that there is discrimination no. going on and then no, the other see, end is saying... Yeah, I mean, like, Maliki, you have just contradicted yourself there. You just said you represented people who were discriminated against the local swimming Not because they were travellers, but because they didn't get in. And it may not have been discrimination, but they just... You know, there was various... Well, what other reason is it? They wouldn't Why would you be representing them if it wasn't discrimination? Well, you know... <laughs> because you want to make a book. You be the last... You be the last The traveller community... Hold on. The traveller community can have a, a representative in the Shannon appointed solely because she was a traveller. Isn't that correct? That's right, yes. They have umpteen, whether it's uh, Pave Point or other uh, groupings fully funded by the state, by the taxpayer, by me and you, 
Do you know what's happened to Traveller Canoody and how they've been treated? And, and you're, you're trying to go on like they somehow have this grip, this iron fist grip over the country. They don't, they don't own anything. Like, half, a lot of my family were put into flats. Like, what, what power do they have? You're going on like they have some Hold type on. of grip on the country. Like, How am I saying that? Mind you, the only thing I would agree with Malik is I don't believe they should have been ever given ethnic status as an ethnic minority. I believe they're Irish. Um, I do believe they're a subculture within a culture. Um, and I believe they're Irish, but I don't believe they should have been given special treatment. I do believe they should be treated well, equally I, the I same think, as anybody else. I think going back yes, that, well, that, that, that's a whole, well, hang on, that's a whole other debate. We won't get into that tonight. I think going back to this, Noel, just, like, just to kind of finish off, because we're going around kind of in circles with that, where someone does have the qualifications and it's clear as day something has happened to them, like everything, like any rule of law, there should be a legal remedy that they're able to address it. Well, mm. then it's up to them to prove it. Then. Well, if, if you can prove it, but actually, just take, I just want to take one more call because a lot of people are texting and calling. And Brian, you're on Classic. How are you doing, Brian? How's it going, Brian? How are you getting on now? How are you getting on? All How's right. Brian, you're from Leeds. Yeah, well, I'm from just outside Leeds. Yeah. I'm from Wakefield. It's just outside Leeds, yeah. Okay, and, and you moved to Ireland. You relocated uh, in Ireland. And do you think you were discriminated against? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, I lived. I uh, lived over in. Uh, I lived. I lived in in South Dublin, and I, and I know in the terms of the conversation that you guys have been having the last the last little bit that I've, I've lived in kind of South Dublin, but both both sides of the tracks, so to speak, you know. And to be quite honest with you, I've experienced discrimination in in both sides of it. Like, and I, I didn't like it. Like, when, you know, that's, when, that's when, you, when you when you say what type of discrimination? Well, I put. I worked. Uh, I worked in in Tower for a bit. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not. I don't want to explain where. But I lived. Yeah. I, I lived and worked in Tower for a bit, and I. I used to remember when there were the uh, Shamrock Rovers game. Hey, you were probably and, following Leeds. That's what you were discriminated against. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, look, I'm a, I'm a Leeds, I'm a Leeds fan. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but that's not going to come up in my work. <laughs> okay, and what would and what would they say to you? Well, no, just just more so, like you know, if, if, in terms of the the kind of the crowd that I come in, just a little bit of rough and tumble, really, that you didn't really want, you know. And did you find it it hampered you in getting a job, or did you find it hampered you getting in a door of a nightclub or a bar or a restaurant? Or? I, I did, to be honest, because there was a couple of nights I would have done bouncing outside a bar, and like you know, on a on a Friday night, I suppose it, it really you know wasn't it a good night to be able to be out in terms of you and acting. There was straight away. There were lads just, you know, going for you, so to speak. Like, and I know you're bouncing, and that's the way it's meant to be. But it, it wasn't great at the same time, you know. Okay, so they they considered you to be a tough guy or something like that, and they wanted to have a go off you. Okay, well, listen, I'm going to have to wrap it up. But Maliki, all I'd Sorry, say uh, is from Leeds. I well, okay. You should have <laughs> reminded them that the top team that was followed in the 70s and the early 80s in Ireland was Leeds under Billy Bremner. Oh, Billy Bremner, I remember him well, you yeah. Know, the, the, but li- listen, Malik, I hope we can all be friends after all this. I, I mean, I don't see any harm in, you know, what Paul is saying and what Deputy Andrews is saying. I mean, what harm would it be to have a piece, you know, piece of legislation added to the existing equality laws? Uh, so if somebody could prove, as in Paul's case, where the WhatsApp group certainly was talking about him and referring to him as a knacker, um, if, you know, if they could prove that, that they would have some comeback. Because it, it leaves... And it, keeps, and it keeps you in a job of representing him as well, by the way. Well, in general, I don't do that type of law, as you know. But, you know, obviously there's going to be an increasing demand for it if this carries on. 
You know, because everybody who didn't get a job now would be soon because they didn't get a job rather than the people who, 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 who get a job. I mean, you can have equal... This comes down to equality. You have to have equal opportunity. I accept that. But you don't have to have equal... Outcome. Outcome. Now, I understand and that. you can't have that. And if, if two people go for a job, an employer should be entitled to determine who gets that job. And that's up to the employer. Okay, well, listen, I have to wrap it up. Paul, listen, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on the air and I appreciate yeah, you staying yeah. on as long as you did. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.